most of your marketing can do your selling. So if I have to spend $5,000 a month, all we're talking about is cash flow timing. How many months will it take you to close business? And you'll, you'll have a crossover at some period of time, a few months in. I want to see you in four years. How to build the ultimate sales machine. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Thanks for joining us. Another episode of Heads of Advisor. If you haven't picked up this book, probably I might say a lot. My, you know, might be my favorite book, almost my favorite book, but this is definitely one of them. Read it many years back. They've redone it. He passed away, Chad Holmes, Amanda Holmes, who will be at. We'll make the announcement maybe later on the show what's, what's to come, but ultimate sales machine. But what we're going to talk about today is building the ultimate sales machine. Obviously, we can't cover everything, uh, but we're going to cover some marketing stuff today. All right. Have I like them guitars in the background. Have What's the story on that? You know how to play those things, or are they just for looks? They're just for the track. This is just for a look. This Steve Ray Vaughn one, replica, just, just for the wall. Acoustic learning some good ones. Maybe when I can play, I play on the show a little bit. That John, John's, John's going to do, you know, campfire stuff with, uh, you know, when he's dating women, he's breaking out the guitar and, you know, he's a songwriter, he's a musician. <laughs> I'd love to. Hey, those that don't know about it, go on LinkedIn, subscribe to the, I hate it's called newsletter, it's newsletter. You'll get the release of the episode every week from LinkedIn by email. Hmm. Also the posting notifications, all that good fun stuff. Check it out. Um, Got a new site, got all kinds of new things coming, working on behind the scenes, broker events, uh, strat, you know, all kinds of materials. Everything's being built out now for you girls, guys and gents here. Um, stay tuned. Stay with us. Um, mm -hmm. It all really starts with developing a core story, right? We, we had a call today, me and you, and we didn't necessarily narrow that down, but I think that portion of it is, as you talk about here, is developing the core story, core story of your messaging, and then we're going to build everything around it. What's a good way to think about our ideas to develop a core story for everybody listening? I like an exercise that I was put through in the past, the different consultants that I've hired, that, you know, attended and listened to speakers speak. And I like the approach they take. They go, well, you know, there's different pitches. There's different presentations. So what's your 10-second presentation? And the example was always, you know, you're in the elevator. You, you guys, you know, you, you're wearing a badge. They're wearing a badge. You got something in common. You strike up a conversation. What do you say in 10 seconds to get someone's interest and make them not want to run away? What's your 30-second? What's your 60-second? All the way up into and including your what – uh, I love Chet and Amanda Holmes referred to as your stadium pitch. You're in a stadium. You're in the new Acrisure Stadium. It used to be Heinz Stadium in Pittsburgh. You're in the Acrisure Stadium, and there's 80,000 people there. What are you going to say in your stadium pitch? You know, so. Yeah, I like that. part of building it, right? Let's jot that down. 30-second. Right. 10 second, 10 second, 30 seconds. Seconds, 10 seconds, the elevator, right? Yeah, 30 yeah, seconds, exactly. 
30-second pitch. You know, I would say that I've never been phenomenal at, at you know, I just moved down moved, or, or staying here in Fort Lauderdale, and people always ask me what I do. And I don't even I don't even tell anybody anymore because I'm in wholesale and stuff, and I don't even want to do business with anybody that I know in reality because how it's funny. People offer you business more than ever or try to make introductions, and I don't, I don't want to work with friends and family um, anymore. I just, yeah, I'm okay with it, uh, that not uh, happening anymore. So, um, but I don't have a good, I didn't have a good one. Well, I don't have a good one because I'm not out prospecting or anything like that. It's all done online, but having that, the core story is, is right. We, you know, uh, if I go to, if I go to my website, Right. Because what happens is you're going to try to develop a core story and then we're going to break down each piece of your marketing. Okay, so let's just go to my site right now for shits and giggles. And uh, we have at the top here site, sexy, sexy sites being redone uh, as we speak. Let's go to it. We'll, We'll have some fun with it. Let's see here. Right now, my site's a little outdated and it's not formatted right, but let's bear with me. Reinventing how small to mid-sized employers sell fun through group purchasing, right? And so there's it's two components to it. There's more of a bold hook, right? And then, you know, meet virtue health, a private group stop loss purchase consortium that allows employers to share risk, lower volatility, and improve benefits with ease. That's really the core messaging of what is it that we do and sell? Now, sometimes things are not as simple to say, but you got you got to try to simplify, even if it doesn't cover everything. Because the reality is, is you only got 10 seconds. You only got 30 seconds, right? Feel the power of group purchasing. A healthcare group purchasing consortium is a insurance pool, like-minded employers that participate together to control, reduce their cost of medical spend. So, what you're seeing is I'm trying to get across a small message there, um, but you've got to get it down. So if you start now, you're building, you're building your marketing right this year. You're starting fresh. You're a new advisor, or you're just revamping. You're always, re- we're always revamping, coming up with new ideas. I mean, we were doing yeah. the site today, and, and ideas, and it's exciting, and, and there's going to be different sections. We cover a homepage, but let's let's go into it, right. So part one, above all else, is your digital president, right? Because most of your marketing can do your selling, right? We talk about this with personal branding. I'm sick of talking about personal branding because if you're not, if you haven't done it yet, it's going to hurt. It can only improve your benefits. It can also, it can only, it can also hurt you dramatically if your prospects look you up and don't know who you are. Craig's done a phenomenal job since Stop right there. Stop right there, John. See, that's the point in today's world. The prospects are going to research you online themselves and make a determination based on what they see, what they read, what they watch. And you're going to be what's called you're going to be weighed and measured. And if you're found wanting, you're probably not going to get them as a new client. Yeah. And we've talked about that for many years. And and I made the mistake of trying to branding my brokerage way back when I started it as a big one in, in my website guy said, no, we got to brand you. And I said, no, 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 it's not big companies do, but I didn't realize I'll never be a big company. I'll only be me unless I merge with one because the reality is, is, 
you know, those organizations are just roll-ups anyway. And so brand yourself, come up with your own personal course, course story, your why per se, whatever it is, come up with it, name it, claim it, and frame it and get it out there. I think the digital presence and the website is like, it's not a conversion website. Mine is, but it's, I'm going after brokers. If you're going after employers, yeah. they're unlikely to convert. It's not, should not be heavily conversion, but you should have things that can convert, i.e. your book, right? Just so happened, I got a lead one time for a book, actually two or three of them. Yeah. In a oh, 9,000 Life Group, it was a windshield company. I can't think of the name of it. And a 13,000 Life company that I remember. And another one. And I remember, Craig, I remember I did a webinar on pharmacy. Somehow they got onto my webinar. It was really good. Thousand yeah. lives. It was a great webinar that we'll talk about that. Um, yeah, that could be part of this. That's conversion, baby. That, yeah. Well, that could be. That could be labeled as one of ours as a what kind of right? digital assets do you have? Well, don't skip ahead. We got plenty to go over here. All right. So webinar 13,000 life group downloads my book. And I, I, I chuckled. Zach was in my office and I chuckled because I never thought, and you know, I would never, they, nobody would ever talk to me. This is a joke, right? I just pushed it aside. And then one day I said, Hey, Zach, call, Zach was working where I said, call this, call these people. And they booked a call and it was called, so on and so forth. But the point of the story is, is got to have conversion, be able to convert on your website. So you should have different digital assets. We might as well cover them now, right? So what are, you've got your, your core story, your website, digital assets. What's digital assets could you have there? Let's go over a couple. Obviously, forget about the contact us because it doesn't happen in our industry. They don't fill out a form and say, hey, please call me, right? You need to give them something that they want. What's the top five re, five concerns of CFOs today, top five concerns of CEOs, top ways to lower your healthcare spend. Give them something to get something, and that's your email. Just go for the email. You can go by seamless.ai to find their name, their number. Don't yep. make them put a million conversions because you're going to lower conversions when you can hunt them after. Because once I get them in their email, they're not running from me. I will get their cell phone, I'll get everything, and I'm going to I'm gonna hound them. And so you need something to give them something for free to get something. So having multiple resources, right? We do broker resources. We're writing a bunch right now that we're taking that we know of that our brokers are using to win business, so on and so forth. We're creating things. I did the one 28 reasons. Actually, Craig wrote it. 28 reasons why self-funding a fully insured is more risk than self-funding. That thing exploded the amount of downloads. I should have sent it out over days. There's so many downloads. So if you could find that one thing that can convert, you really can get people on your website, even if it's minimal traffic. You just have a higher conversion rate on that piece. Other things, books, right? Um, get them to sign up for events. Events are harder to convert on your site unless you're driving traffic through an email, which we'll talk about. But other things like your books, Things like that. What else, Craig, are some of the digital assets on the site that they could use to convert? I think, you know, what we all know, right? So everybody, you know, you guys all have a personality. Guys, girls out there, you know, match your presentation, match your story to who you are. Be be authentic. If you're a rah-rah person, great. You know, make that, make that your strength. If you're a hyper-analytical, make that your strength. 
we all have a million stories from our own customers, right? So if I looked at and unbundled and got granular on claims on any self-funded case, 90% of the frequency of claims are prescriptions, primary specialist lab and x-ray, 90% of the frequency. And Rx is 10 to 12x of any other claim. So how about, you know, uh, the five most common complaints of employees at the pharmacy, you know, uh, unaffordability of prescriptions. I mean, come on, that's that is what everybody experiences. The inability to afford a high deductible, the the reason why people don't renew their prescriptions. Hey, hey, right. I mean, there's just a million about, stories we're talking about marketing here. Clickbait. I don't give a shit if you're using clickbait. The goal is to get them to click. I remember we posted on the event we posted. We bought these we site with pre-made videos, right? It was like 10-second videos, and you could put your own text on it. And it was two girls on a beach in bikinis waving like this. And we said, hey, the beach is waiting for you, but first there's work to be done at High Stakes Advising. Everybody flipped out and went crazy negative comments on it because, oh, you're, you you know, just when the whole world does it, right? And so what happened? That, that post got more action, more looks, went more viral than anything and gave me the best lead generation. So don't be afraid to go be provocative because the best marketers know that's the best way to convert. Like they say, there's money in yeah. people that love you and hate, hate you, people that love you and hate you. There's no money in between. Yep. Uh, I had a, a marketing agency guy tell me, he goes, do you want to be remembered or do you want to be ignored? It's that simple. You want to be remembered or do you want to be ignored? Because if you're not willing to be a little controversial and instead you prefer milk toast, you're going to just commoditize yourself, which the marketplace, for the most part, already believes all healthcare consultants, advisors, and brokers are a commodity. So don't be that person. Hey, show sponsor, Virtual Health. Check us out, virtualalliance.com. New site coming out, new resources, new guides, new events that nice. we're going to be breaking. Stay tuned for that. Uh, we got some good stuff on the horizon for you. Going back, so we covered a little bit digital presence converting, right? So we've got this core story, right? We're driving conversion to the website, right? Digital, what what are ways, right? Because we're building this, let's say, circle, how they have it illustrated in the book around the core story, right? So all of our marketing, when you nail the core story, I wanted to cite first, is I want to get the, the uh, core story. Now I'm going to back into... Um, the, the sales deck for brokers, for employers, then build the webinar. Then I'm going to take those once I have the decks and I'm going to build uh, one pagers. And then I'm going to make social images, all of them out of all those, those pictures in all the webinars and copy. And my team will be able to hear that and then build all that out. And that's all going to align with the core story. And the marketing is all going to drive back to our core story, which probably is going to convert for us on our website. Now, from the broker standpoint, you're going to drive them to the website, hopefully get downloads, things of that nature, but you're really going to have to, to, to nail that outbound approach. Yeah. No I mean, way around it. Those people downloaded the book, Craig, they attended the webinar. Um, but they never, they never called me. I had to call them. And funny enough, they came to a speaking event, drove three hours and showed up at a speaking event for small to mid-sized employers. And I had no idea. And I'm shaking hands in the audience before. It turns out, oh, I'm so-and-so from here. Uh, so I had to, I had to retwist my, my talk a little bit because I had a bigger employer there. But again, you've got to go out and hunt them in the, employer, in, in the, in the front end work. So having the outbound marketing, above all else, cold calling, number one way. 
unless you've got it figured out elsewhere with referrals and markets. But if you're newer, you're going to need, you're going to yeah, you, dial that front end in on exactly. outreach. I mean, the, the easy low hanging stuff for tonight is, you know, look, if you come to the event, we can give you 25 ways to convert any asset into a variety of different digital assets that you can use to promote yourself to get interaction and conversion. Now for purposes tonight, it's really simple. Just think about this. You can do um, webinars. You can record little snippets of great sound bites from the webinar. You can do interviews. You can do posts. Heck, you don't even have to post original thought. You can just comment on really good thought that you like, that you think your HR people will like, that your controller, your CFO will like, and you comment on it and you send it to them. And, you know, because you should have a, a database of people that you didn't close in the past, um, prospects that you want to close. You know, you should, everybody should have a top 50 of customers that they're trying to go after. And like John said, go to Seamless AI. You can capture their, heck, you can get their cell phones, you can get their email. Yeah, talk about, you talk about your top, we'll go to that one because you're covering it. They talk about in the book, the top 100 list, right? And HubSpot, when I use it, it's yeah. like, I forget the name of what they call it, but it's like your key, your key account or key account list. So those key accounts are maybe your top 100. And so personal contact, those are the ones you want to make personal contact with that you've pre-qualified if you're going to send them stuff that's worth money, Craig can tell you, you know, what do we, what do you used to call it? The shock and awe box. I would only send them pre-meeting, but because those are hundred plus dollars, but you can spend some money on ones you pre-qualified core story that maybe you know when they're renewing, you've met with them in prior years and keeping personal contact in those people, right? One of the key points, personal contacts, public relations, Right. Back to personal branding. You can I mean, I met with a public relations person the other day just having dinner with somebody that uh, my friend's talking to. And, you know, it's not so easy to get in certain magazines, certain ones you can pay to get into. I mean, you can pay to get into magazines. That's how a lot of PR PR Newswire, 200 bucks, a good article so they can Google you and see a press release of somebody you hired. I see so much of the nonsense. People use it. It's just over the top. Oh, we hired a new salesperson and they put it in the news. Hey, it's marketing, right? You can't you can't knock them for that. But but how many brokerage agencies use it? I don't think too many. No. Yeah. Hey, hey, let's say hello to Cloud. If you're watching, let us know where you're watching in from. You can put a comment in the comment section. Say hello. Hey, I see uh, a comment. That's right, sucker. I'm guessing that's our John boy Clay's from Kentucky. Watching. He's probably drinking already. It's happy I mean, beyond happy hour there. Yeah. Big John. He's not uh, one thing about John Clay, I'll tell you, he's not afraid, excuse me, to market. He spends money on marketing. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I see him posting on LinkedIn. Yeah, he's doing webinars. Awesome, John. Way to go. Live events. And guess what? He just started. So I want to see you in four years, John Clay. It's going to take years. We Be consistent and persistent. Fifth year. If you got no attention. Gary V, who's like the number one, I think, the the, the most knowledgeable on social media and projecting it and seeing a future and trends before they happen said, nobody watches your videos. So what I did a video every single day on YouTube about wine library for two years and nobody fucking watched it. Okay. <laughs> so, boo hoo two years. Yeah. Nobody watched them. Okay. And that's the reality, the core story, the continuous marketing. Hey, look, I don't want to do the show. I don't want to do the show tonight. I just came from the gym. I didn't have time to shave or go in the shower, eat yet, but I came because I want to be consistent. 
keep giving you guys content and you guys will remember us and call us when you need us. Advertising, you know, for brokers, I would say advertising is going to be a little bit of the harder part when you're talking about spending money ads, so on and so forth. I would kind of ignore that unless you have a team or you outsource that. We're outsourcing uh, LinkedIn ads this year to a team that we found. I don't know how great they are. We'll see if they're good. I'll bring them to the table. But think about outsourcing certain departments. And look, it's going to be expensive. It's $5,000 a month to do that. And so, but we're going to stay with it consistently and build a core story, email messaging, which we'll get to, and everything around it. So we've got outbound callers, okay? We've got lead magnet, resource magnets to the employers that, or brokers that we're going to be sending. Anybody that clicks, anybody that opens, going to get calls. We're going to have webinar events. We're going to have LinkedIn ads that are running you to the lead, the lead magnets, running to the core store, running you to book a demo, running you, um, did I say, to have to the webinar, okay, or the future event that we're going to have. So everything, again, goes together. But I wouldn't advertise unless you have the pipe, the funnel built out as to where you want them to go. If you want to copy the playbook, just go to our website early February. You'll see it more laid out. I mean, we have some of it's. We have it now, but it'll be even sexier then. Uh, you could do market education. They talked about. So people that do a good job at this are tax people. So my tax strategist, I have a, a handful. It's great. You can have a couple of tax strategists. They have gotten hired from me because they've released an email to keep me up to date on how to save money on X, Y. Hey, this change, you have a, you have a passive company. One of your companies you do less than 500 hours a year in, it's a, you can label as passive. Now, you could take passive losses, okay, in your real estate portfolio that's on paper and apply it towards your losses on here. I would have known that, but I got hit with a market education from a tax strategist. He got hired. He got the account. I saved the money, so on and so forth. So you may be just going one specific thing. You know, Amazon just released $5 prescriptions, okay, not to say if it's good. I don't know. I haven't done the research. I have a call scheduled with my pharmacy team to see what it's about, but maybe it's a way for an employer to save money. Whatever it is, some buzz stuff. Everybody likes new, right, Craig? When you're trying to market new, it's all about the hook. What do people like? They like group buying. They like new. Brokers like new. What you'll see is one of our last webinar was a new strategy for selling self-funding in 2023. Now, it was a spin on what we did. It was a new, newer way of saying it, but we wanted a key on new, and that webinar exploded. Hundreds and hundreds of brokers watched it. And so wording, so on and so forth. So yeah, when, I, I would say the only exception on advertising, John, is for any of those brokers who have a niche, you have uh, an endorsement from some organization that people are members of, right? Might be school district associations or any association in general. If you have the endorsement, advertising makes sense. Uh, advertising on social media where you can see the results makes sense. In general, my rule of thumb was if you if you can get an endorsement from a niche where there's implied credibility and authority by you being there and your competitors not being there, that makes a lot of sense to consider advertising. And remember, this all boils down to what John and I have talked about many, many times. You have to know what the lifetime value of a customer is because then, hey, like John said, if it's five grand a month to outsource marketing of all these various things that you want done, that you need done, that you have to have done, then you just have to look at it and go, look, I know that the lifetime value of my smallest customer 
is $50,000. So if I have to spend $5,000 a month, all we're talking about is cash flow timing. How many months will it take you to close business? And you'll, you'll have a crossover at some period of time, a few months in. And so if you're willing to do that math, if you really believe in yourself, that's what you do. Just, you know, spend five minutes looking at, you know, what's the opportunity and also ask yourself, am I willing to do the follow-up? If you don't follow up on these leads, it's nonsense to even spend money on advertising. You know, fish are not going to jump oh, in the boat. I mean, guys, yeah, fortune isn't a follow-up. If you don't have a system process set up for follow-up, like I did with that book, I had somebody that called. It's a waste of time. And right now we're building out the pipeline and we're building out the funnel. And, you know, my goal is, is to have everything built out where people can pounce on all the marketing stuff to take advantage of it because you're just pissing into the wind if you don't. Like I've had to stop and go a lot because we couldn't handle the inbound at certain times of the year, like that lead magnet. It generated, you know, so many downloads. I don't have enough salespeople to engage with all of them. So it was dumb on my part. I tried to jam it in fourth quarter, but I should have spread it over a couple of weeks. Didn't know it was going to be so popular. So now we've built out the back end SDR team where we're building it out. We're testing all the systems in place to attack it if you're going to spend the money. But like Craig said, if you're not going to follow up, which a lot of brokers don't like to, don't yeah, be honest with yourself. Money. Yeah, be honest with yourself. Don't waste your money. Keep the money in your pocket. Put it, invest it in something else. Keep what you're making. Um, Bitcoin. That's story. Events, <laughs> right? The simplest event for you guys is to do a webinar. I mean, you know, buy Zoom. Yeah. Well, you know, talk about emailing. We'll talk about email in a minute, but get a webinar and do a quarterly webinar at least. At least start practicing. I don't care if two people. Show. Yeah. Who cares? It doesn't matter if anybody watches. Yeah, just do it. You could post that on your website later as as a resource on pharmacy. You can repurpose it using clips from it, yeah. social posts from it, um, so on and so forth. In person events, nothing better than in person events. I don't care what you say. There's nothing. Online will never be in person selling in person events. There's it's just something different about it. Uh, the way the way it is now in person events for brokers is very difficult. If you were going to do, I would do one with where you bring your clients to it first as well, because it's hard to get people in the room. Maybe I've seen people brokers do an annual event. That's a good event to go. It's for my clients. I'm going to spend money for my clients. And I'm going to try to get prospects there. In case prospects don't show, you got clients there as well. And you yeah. really want clients when you have your prospects there. So webinar, in-person events. We talked about podcast strategy. Podcast strategy. Got it from Gary Vee. Um, I'll give it to you guys. Don't start a podcast. I saw somebody read one recently. Don't start a podcast about healthcare. Nobody's watching it. Nobody's listening. People are not going to tune in. CFOs are not going to tune in to listen CFOs about aren't, reduce healthcare costs. They're just not going to do it, guys and gals. So, but what what could you do? What you could do is you could create personal relationships with the people that you interview. So you don't interview them on healthcare. Here was the example: you live in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I'm starting a Fort a a, a, a Broward County business owner podcast. And I'm calling Mr. Jones, I'm calling you to come on to our podcast to share your story about how you made it and grew your business because we want to get this out to other young people, entrepreneurs that 
want to hear the stories of business owners just like yourself so we can they can make it. We're trying to grow the entrepreneur industry that I am myself now within within the county of which I am a business owner in well as you right love to share people like to talk about themselves so that's a way to get them and you don't need to talk about how you don't even have to talk about business at some point if you did one a week took a couple weeks off it's 50 a year you get 50 one-on-one with business owners a year somebody's going to ask you what you do for a living somebody's going to want to have a drink with you and yep. somebody at some point is going to go I like the guy what, else, what do you do? Maybe you can help me. You don't have to sell them. You can deliver value to yeah. the rest of the community. And don't even, it doesn't even matter if anybody listens to that it. Is that is gold. That is gold, John. That is gold. I had one broker, I think, take me up on it. Don't know if they're still doing it. I didn't see, I didn't see them continue to do it. That's a contingency thing. It's going to be money, consistency. Yeah. You could shoot 20 before you release them, too. Right? You don't have to do them live. You exactly. could build up 20 and then release it. Get yep. one page, buy a one-page podcast page out of your site, pop it on, use Simplecast, easy as can be. I, I mean, there you go, guys. It doesn't Emails, it. get your email game, get some service um, that's cheap, active campaign is good, that you can use to capture anybody that's downloading those resources, the lead magnets, has some automation, set them up and notify you. doesn't have to be too sophisticated a lot of them have just get somebody on upwork that can build it out for you there's experts on each different email system but start building a list on there don't cold email directly from those keep those as inbound only i mean i think that's enough you know guys core story everything's built around a core story right recap digital presence website linkedin presence so on and so forth personal branding presence emailing your advertising budget if you're ready for it and can follow up yep education educating and marking on new 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 keyword new what's new oh mark cuban open up a pharmacy well great well mark cuban that's the hook to get the headline while these prices are great and i love what he's doing the reality yeah. is is our partners that we utilize get them even cheaper but i'm going to open with mark cuban because it's going to get headlines. Amazon, $5 prescription monthly. Get them to open the email. I saw somebody one day go, Amazon Black Friday special. And I clicked it because it said Amazon and I trust Amazon. Well, it wasn't. And everything looked like Amazon, but it wasn't. It said, hey, here's our Amazon deal, Black Friday deal. And it was another kind. It was brilliant. Um, personal contact. Your key 100 counts, your key 100, what, are they, what did I say they call them? Key accounts or key targeted accounts, events, public relations. What else, Greg? That's a mouthful, man. All right. I think we went, we covered enough and uh, we went fast enough. So that being said, hey, thanks for joining us. Heads up advisor. Every week, same place, same time. 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. We're going to keep bringing it, Craig. We'll get some guests on. Craig's going to read some books. Yeah. We'll do some book reports, but we're trying to bring you more of fundamentals and basics. Me and Craig said this year, let's just go back. Let's recap a lot of what we covered in five years and take you back to the basics, blocking and tackles in January, February. Listen to these podcast shows. We'll keep bringing them to you and start rebuilding out your processes and procedures, right? Like I said, we need to be reminded more than we need to be taught as salespeople. So we forget totally. easily, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. We're all over the place. Hey, enjoy it. Uh, stay safe, and uh, we'll see everybody soon. Take care. See you next week.